Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, ladmen, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. I'm your co-host, Sandy Claus. And I'm your co-host, Father Robbie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Lord Satan. <laughs> oh, great. Merry Christmas 2021. Did you get my uh did you get my uh letter Father, uh, Father Satan? I did, Robbie. Yes. <laughs> Very sloppy handwriting indeed <laughs> for a boy your age. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to use my own blood, and I'd lost a lot before I well, it was before delicious. I wrote the letter. So that might explain why the uh, why it was the, the legibility was a little uh, left a little to be desired. <laughs> excuses, excuses. <laughs> what have <laughs> we done with our lives? Uh, I try not to ask myself that every day. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the festive edition of the Devolver Digital Forecast. Robbie's going to layer in a shitload of bells, yeah, I know it. holy shit. I cannot wait to remix the theme tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Do you want a few more ho-ho-hos to work in there? Absolutely. Ho, ho, ho. There we go. Ho-ho-ho. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! Oh. Okay, I'm gonna make sure all of that makes it in. <laughs> Sounded like he was falling down the slope. Yeah, well, it's 2020, Father Christmas, so he's <laughs> oh, it's dear. a bad year. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't ready. Um, hello, Jay. Hello, Robbie. Are you? It's hard for me not to go really dark. Go on. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> are you excited for Christmas? No. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I could just there was something I could just sense it in the air. Are you normally a Christmassy yeah. type guy? <clears throat> um, no. 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 At some point, I, I. Well, I mean, I, I did watch What Would Jesus Buy, which is an excellent documentary um, about Christmas in the United States. But, I mean, even before that, and especially after that, uh, you know, consumerism has lost its luster for me. Mm. Uh, and Christmas is not, you know... <clears throat> yeah. But Christmas, as we perceive it, is a marketing ploy and not about togetherness. Well, needless to say, I love Christmas. You love consumerism. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> I love giving and receiving, and it's just a good old time. But, you know, I can accept that Christmas isn't for everyone. It's perfectly fine by me. If uh, if it's if it's not your cup of tea, that's all good. I always say, and I got this from uh, my old boss actually, Caroline, is that you just you make your own traditions, and uh, that's not a tradition. That's what <laughs> that is by definition not a tradition. 
you make your own traditions, and that's what I do. Caroline is incorrect. Well, I'm not. That is, by definition, not what a tradition is. (laughs) Hey, everyone. We're going to have a really happy, fun Christmas podcast for you this week. (laughs) It's going to be coming out on Christmas Eve. I can't believe it. Or a Saturnalia podcast for you. EO Saturnalia. Sorry, coming out on Christmas Eve. We're making uh, we're making Vioco uh, put this uh, hold, up on Christmas hang Eve. Hang on. What was uh what what what's Eon's <clears throat> Saturnalia? EO Saturnalia. Saturnalia oh this is I mean, uh it's the original Roman holiday. Okay. Uh the 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 winter holiday. Uh the the big you know event was uh yeah like and they had to basically it's it was a big fucking party it's way better than christmas um it was like the poor would like take the roles of the like like masters and their servants would change roles for the day and the master would have to serve their servants and shit like that and uh <clears throat> rome tried to make it illegal a few times because it kept getting out of hand because the people that were normally being squashed were having a good time, and uh, it would go on for like a week. It was like a week long, drunk ass party, um, and uh, that is the original holiday, uh, at least you know in the in in Europe. Uh, not including, I mean, so of course the winter holidays is just a thing, right? You're in the cold part of the season. You're about to enter the really cold part of winter, and uh, you've you've gotten through the longest day or the, the shortest day the longest night and it's a time to celebrate togetherness to get together in a warm place you know make the the food while you still have the food that you can you know that's not that hasn't been stored for months um so it's about you know it's about mammals getting together in a warm place and it's a really beautiful thing but then also in in rome it was about getting drunk off your tits and beating up your boss ah that sounds like Christmas to me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm excited about? In 2021, there's going to be a Christmas in July because that's a thing. People are like Christmas in July, but in 2021, hopefully by July, we'll actually have a Christmas in July, and that will also be closer to the time of year when Jesus was born. Where, what's uh, what's Christmas in July? The only Christmas in July I've ever heard of is this fucking god awful, um, like. Uh, it's when like all of the companies who want to sell all of their um, toys and shit at Christmas time, they all get together in a big conference to mm-hmm. to go. This is all the shit that we're going to sell at Christmas time. Like you, you better put it in your shop. That's what Christmas in July is. You mean like they they sell it to the the stores? Yeah, it's like the, yeah, it the it's public. like the it's like the. Oh. Yeah, it's like the um, the industry, like you know, get get everything ready for Christmas time because that's when everybody makes all of their money. Yeah. You didn't know what when what toys we're gonna have come Christmas. Yeah, time, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, interesting. No, uh, I mean, I don't know. There, there's just a bunch of people that'll be like Christmas in July, and they'll have some kind of fucking thing where they wear a bikini and a Santa hat or something like that. Uh... Um. I mean, it's usually a marketing thing because if it's Christmas, it's there to sell you shit. Uh, but um, that's why I love so it. So wait, can we can we have words just real quick? Uh, how do you feel about Love Actually? I hate Love Actually. Thank fucking god, because I know people that are so into Christmas that they think that Love Actually is a good movie. No, Jesus. Yeah. No. Yeah. It is bad all year round. <laughs> and you should feel bad if you watch it and you enjoy it. You should you should act 
actively know <laughs> that you're hurting people. You are, I mean, probably if someone watches Love Actually and thinks, hmm, these are all good relationships. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love Alan Rickman. Do you? Do you love him? Do you? <laughs> the worst thing about it is that the movie like implies that these are all fine, that this is all romantic and cool well, they and ju- okay. It implies that it's just like, oh, oh Christmas. Like, oh. <laughs> You always you always think it's going to be perfect but oh everything goes a bit wrong. It's like But it's all right in the end. Yeah. Oh god no it's a heinous heinous piece of shit. And no matter how much oh, I enjoy Christmas personally I will never enjoy that film. That's good to hear. It's good to hear you have you know that you have uh discretion at some you know that there's a line absolutely because like i said i know people that are so christmas hype that they will defend that movie they're like what you don't like you don't love christmas and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) yeah so for me i'll I'll be honest though movies are a big part of christmas for me like probably oh yeah when when i was saying about making your own traditions i think that's like what i mean my christmas doesn't really revolve around you know giving or receiving gifts i like to give gifts and it's always nice to receive gifts but like what i really love doing is uh watching a very specific (laughs) selection of movies and uh with my friends or my family or whoever eating nice food and that's it like that's all i really care that's great like that's all i really care about I like to have like a tree and you know like and lights and things like that. It's more about the feeling, you know, like the yeah the ambiance. Absolutely. So that's that's what I enjoy about Christmas. But what is also good fun at Christmas time is playing video games. Oh, we're going right into it. I had so much more to talk about. No, no, let's keep talking. We got movies like Gremlins. Oh yeah, I've not watched that yet. <gasps> Ever? No, I have. Well, I have watched it. I watch it every year. Okay. But I haven't watched it this okay. holiday season. You haven't watched it yet this year. Yeah. Gremlins is so good. Oh, and it holds up. It's amazing. It's amazing. A lot of movies don't hold up, but Gremlins holds up. Yeah. Um, uh, my girlfriend and I go on. were... My girlfriend and I... So it was my birthday last weekend. And uh, unfortunately, we weren't allowed... We couldn't do anything because um, uh, London had just been uh, locked down again. Mm-hmm. But originally... Um, my girlfriend and I, she bought us tickets to go to the cinema to see, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which, uh, she'd never seen before, but I love, I watch it every year. Um, so we were going to go and watch that, but we couldn't go, which is a shame. Um, but we're going to watch it, uh, tomorrow instead, or Christmas Eve. Um, so we're going to watch that together. She's never seen it. Uh, but that's one of my favorites that gremlins definitely hmm. we watched uh batman returns last night oh so good oh, so good so good somebody uh anytime it could be worse my nose could be gushing blood <laughs> yeah one of the best fucking lines <laughs> uh yeah uh, and now he's trump's lawyer so good for good for cobblepot good for <laughs> yeah that penguin um do you have other christmas movies that you love to watch um or or general sort of things that you like to partake in over the holidays 
Christmas in the Stars. What's that one? Do you? I was going to ask if you know about Christmas in the Stars. So everyone knows about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yes. Uh, that beautiful train wreck <laughs> of a TV special. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to even get through, like, like satirically because it's so boring at times. Right. Um, but it's there. Are, there are moments that are that are just mind-bogglingly funny. But Christmas in the Stars <clears throat> is the Star Wars holiday album. Oh. That they released, um, and I am really excited that you haven't. Uh, I need to see if I have uh, like MP3s of it somewhere that I can send you because it's uh, it's uh, it's actually got some really fun songs. Um, is it RTD2? We wish you a merry Christmas. Is oh. genuinely an endearing song uh, to me. It's just some kids singing about how much they love R2D2. Amazing. And then some guy comes in and sings the verses, and it's fucking choice uh what can you get a wookie for christmas in parentheses when he already owns a comb um so it's it's r2d2 and c3po and they're in santa's workshop with all the droids um the santa's workshop droids oh my god it's uh the the odds against christmas being christmas are 365 to one (laughs) um it's really fun. Oh my I mean, God. and Christmas music is inherently kind of like goofy. Oh so yeah, it totally. Works. I love it. Have they, does, does it feature any of the cast? I, I mean, it's just. It's. I think it's just. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? Anthony Daniels has got to be on it. Anthony Daniels. I kept wanting to say Anthony Baker, and I'm like, that's not right. Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker is in. Our, I was. I was merging them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anthony Daniels uh, is in it. Uh, I don't think Kenny Baker's in it. Uh, I don't think any other Star Wars cast members are in it. Um, so it's just Anthony Daniels. And I think, I think honestly, he probably got more work doing C-3PO back in those days than anyone else. Because C-3PO was just like the emissary for Star Wars. So he'd be in everything, you know? Yeah, plus Anthony Daniels, like, he has a low bar, let's face it. Oof. <laughs> Sorry, which Star Wars, which original Star Wars movie were you in, Robbie? <laughs> I just mean, uh, he, I just mean, you know, he he doesn't doesn't seem to often might as well be Peter Mayhew. Doesn't, doesn't often <laughs> seem to say no, which is great well, because otherwise no. we wouldn't have yeah. Christmas in the stars. Uh, yeah, it's uh, there's one where C three PO teaches R two D two how to sing. Wow, because apparently R two D two doesn't know how to sing. That's quite uh, unusual, isn't it? Because he sounds quite melodic when he beeps and whistles. He does, yeah, yeah. But uh, if they teach him how to sing, uh, it's. Uh, I think there's like one really sappy song at the end. Mm, that's okay. Uh, that's you know boring as shit. There's always got to be one, like, right? Oh, um, we miss you, Alderan. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas or Alderaan? <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did they know it was Christmas on Alderaan when they were destroyed? <laughs> That's a little known fact, actually. Christmas actually. Day. It, was, yeah. it was actually Alderaan Christmas, the day that they were blown off. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how, that's how uh, uh, Moff Tarkin <laughs> knew that they would all be at home. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brutal. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, you should look it up uh, if, if if I don't remember to send it to you, but you should check it out. Everyone should check out. It's it's definitely like goofy and silly, but it's it's for kids, uh, and it's definitely better than the Star Wars Christmas special. Like it's actually like fine as far as a Christmas thing goes, you know? Right. Ooh, nice. Um, and yeah, the songs are. I like a lot of the songs. So I was I was thinking about this episode because we were going to talk about Christmas stuff, yeah. and I was like. Surely Robbie knows about this. And then my brain has been slowly, like, over the course of the last week, like, remembering more and more of the songs and just playing them in my head. (laughs) So I'm going to have to listen to it. Oh, man, that sounds like it could fast become part of my Christmas traditions. It's. I hope it does, because I I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, It's it's also worth, I mean, I don't know, you know, we have it on record. Right, like a vinyl from back in the day. My dad has it. back when we called vinyls records, <laughs> um, and uh, so I am used to listening to the whole thing all the way through. Yeah, uh, and I think it's worth it that way because there is a narrative to it. You do oh. find out what they get a Wookiee for Christmas. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's good. If uh, and also Muppet Christmas Carol is on my list. Muppet Christmas Carol. That is one that I don't really watch very often. No. No. And it's weird because I love the Muppets. And Michael Caine is in that as well, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. I'm Michael Caine. I'm in a Muppet movie. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Everyone. I'm Michael Caine. That's terrible. I'm Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. You only had to blow the bloody doors off. Oi, you're a bloody Muppet. You're a bloody muppet. <laughs> you are a bloody muppet. You're not mate. a ghost. You are a bloody You're a muppet. muppet. <laughs> I don't really work on my Michael Caine. I should probably work on my Michael Caine. I was thinking we last night when we were watching Michael Batman Caine. Returns, I was like, man, I don't, I don't do a Walken. No, none of us do a Walken as well as Mark. No. I used to be able to do a pretty okay Walken, and then I started to run. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't keep it up, but his is really his good. His is really good. Yeah, he can do it. Like he can. He can just. He can just have normal conversation as Christopher Walken as well. It's not like. Yeah. It's not like a. He has to rely on scripted. just like catchphrases or like quotes no. from movies and stuff. Like his Walken, he just sounds like Chris Walken when he talks. It's amazing. Oh, I need to have him on and have him only talk about. Things in the Chris Walken. Ah, oh, that's be like, a good cool, idea. great, thanks, guys. <laughs> that is a good idea. We should definitely do that. All right. So we can talk about video. Games. Should we talk about some Christmas video games? Sure. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, this week was chosen by me. <laughs> and JM is psyched to talk about some Christmas video games. So, so psyched. what I should say here is this is a little bit like a conversation. Uh, it was weirdly, it was a conversation we were having on a call the other day and Graham was on there. And uh, it, it's more, it's less necessarily game, like Christmas themed games. And maybe more just games that remind you of Christmas or games that you have played maybe over the holidays or like to return to and things like that. So Mm. it's fairly, it can be as broad as you like, but uh, the the idea is that we maybe have a few festive memories 
attached to some games because i think most people play video games at christmas time especially these days when i guess like lots of people get video games for christmas yeah 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 a lot of my list was you know when i was thinking of it were games that i got for christmas and stuff like that so it's hard to kind of um i've actually got a whole bunch on here i I don't really know which ones i'm gonna say when the time comes oh well we can uh we can keep it free and easy (laughs) so why don't why don't you start us off with uh with whatever you like um oh man uh final fantasy 7 oh yeah that's a good one i got the playstation and final fantasy 7 for christmas oh uh, from my dad because we had played uh final fantasy 2 together Mm. and so he was really excited to to make final fantasy 7 happen Man, that must have been mind blowing. It was. <laughs> it was really cool. I mean, to get a PlayStation, you know, and then to put, you know, Final Fantasy VII in there. Yeah, that was good. That was the first disc-based uh, console we'd had. Yeah, I think we'd rented a Sega CD at one point, but that wasn't really good. Yeah, uh, it wasn't the best. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then a friend of mine and I played through it, and I did. All of the voices. Oh, wow. Through the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite voice to do? <laughs> um, <clears throat> there was... Uh, there's the chick who's yuffy or something like oh, that. Yeah. The chick who's like always stealing your materia. Yeah, yeah. And she had this voice... Um. Guard your ears. Okay. Um, let's see if I can actually pull this voice off, because I have not attempted this voice in years. <clears throat> I'm going to blast the shit out of the microphone. Just get ready. Okay. Here we go. My name's Yuffie! I've got the... What are you doing with all my material? Hey, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> wow. I also enjoyed, I think I did a character, I can't remember, it was like, it was a real tough guy, yeah, it was like Rufus or somebody like that, and I did one of these for it, and I felt really good about that accent, Ooh. it was really like, oh yeah, chop chop, like, you don't, don't fucking hit any consonant as if you can help it, you know, <laughs> like, it's all the, it's all about the glottal stop. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. I... I don't think I played Final <laughs> Fantasy VII over Christmas, but it definitely has that sort of... It was definitely around that time, because like, I think it originally yeah. came out in, like, November or something. Yeah. So it was that time of year, definitely. But I, I also got a PlayStation... I think I got a PlayStation for Christmas, actually, when they first came out. Yeah? Yeah. I But uh, I, mine came with... Alien Trilogy. Did you ever play that? Alien Trilogy. No. Was it a platformer? No, it was a first-person shooter. No, I played Alien vs. Predator. Mm. Yeah, Alien Trilogy. I I, I guess people don't really sort of bring it up much these days, because it was... I don't know. It it, it came out, uh, I guess, in like 96 or whatever, when the PlayStation came out. 
and it's uh it it's basically based around the the original three movies and oh yeah and uh you kind of uh you play as i think you play as ripley and you just yeah. like run around uh various locations fighting aliens and like alien yeah. queen and stuff like that but it's like it, it's really atmospheric it's really good but I, I'm pretty sure that might have been a Christmassy game for me. Alien, Alien is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. the The xenomorph has mm-hmm. has Santa Claus. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Happy holidays. Stay safe out there. <laughs> da, 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 da. I am going to talk about one of my Christmas games very quickly then, <laughs> which is not oh, a yeah. trilogy. But did you ever play? We've talked. We I've talked about Hitman <clears throat> before, haven't I? I've talked about what Hitman. man? Hitman, the IP man, like the IP man show. <laughs> yeah, man? is that what you're yeah. talking about? Brett the Hitman. Oh, uh, Brett the Hitman Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's a Christmas um, favorite. Hitman. Uh, that came out in 2016. It had um, a DLC, a free DLC that came out that Christmas, and it was called it was called Holiday Hoarders. Uh-huh. And did you did you play this? Did you see it? No. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> so <laughs> it I mean, came I played out. Hitman. You are. I said I played Hitman. Oh, you played Hitman. Yeah, the yeah, Lee Hong released... assassination is still close yeah. to my heart. But they, on, they yeah, released... they released this um, uh, this DLC, Holiday Hoarders. It came out pretty close to Christmas, I think. Maybe like a couple of weeks. It was in December, definitely. And it came out, and it was uh, so the the first level of Hitman 2016 in Paris when you're at the fashion show. It was that level. Um, but the whole level had been kind of re-skinned, had all new art and items and stuff. And, uh, it was basically a giant mansion at Christmas time and there was Christmas trees and decorations everywhere and it was all snowy. So it looked gorgeous. Um, and basically it was like, okay, your, your mission was like, okay, 47, you have to go in, uh, to the mansion and you have to stop two burglars from stealing these items from the party. And there's a big party going on. So it's all full of people. Um, but you basically had to track down these two villains. And I've I've got the thing in front of me here because I want to get their names right. But uh, the two thieves are called uh, Harry Bagnato and Marv Gonith. So they're called Harry and Marv. Huh? And they're, <laughs> they're, bur- they're trying to rob a mansion on Christmas. Are their names and, anagrams for something? And you have to st- you have to stop them. It's Home Alone. It's basically uh, oh. Harry and Marv, the Wet Bandits from Home Alone. Yeah, and they look a bit like them. They've got like the little you know the trench coats and the beanie nice. hat and stuff. And then you as forty seven have to track them down and and um and take them out and they're trying to rob stuff all the way through 
as well. And um, you can get a Father Christmas costume, of course. Um, and uh, you, I think you get like an achievement if you take them out while dressed as Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. that's that's one of my favourites because, well, one, I love Hitman. Two, mm. it's a, literally a Hitman, a Christmas themed Hitman level. And three, it is directly inspired by and a little nod and a wink to home alone which is one of my favorite christmas movies merry christmas you filthy animal (laughs) and a happy new year (laughs) (laughs) so that would be one of my first ones lovely have you got any more lovely sure i mean I saw I saw some a post someone made recently. Uh, they were like, "Oh, look! My mom found a picture of me doing what I love to do at the holidays when the family's around, uh, which is sit on my computer, play video games, and ignore everybody." <laughs> like a teenager, you know, just staring at the screen. So yeah. there was a lot of like family gatherings where I was just sitting around <laughs> playing games on the computer, not talking to people, except every once in a while. Classic. Um, yeah. Uh, so what to do next? Um, probably, I mean, it's hard to remember what I played. Like I have like winter games like yeah. that I would play when it gets cold. Yeah, that and, still counts. Uh, so Disciples Sacred Lands. What's that one? I didn't know if I'd mentioned it on here before. Um, <clears throat> may have done. I may have done, but you know, uh, it's uh it's a it's a turn-based strategy game uh very slow really beautiful art style um where you play as one of four factions you could play as the angels the demons the dwarves or the undead um and really beautiful and very slow takes a long time you basically have uh you have a, a party of six, well, up to six, but uh, you have a party, there's a hero, and then a bunch of smaller units. I think Heroes of Might and Magic has a similar play style, I can't remember though. Um, but then you you take that party around the map and you fight things and you gain loot and XP and stuff like that. And there's a story that unfolds and it has like some kind of role, like, you know, there are choices you can make, like, do we help mm. these guys? Do we do this other thing? Um, really slow, really beautiful game. Um... But that is definitely one of my holiday games to just... And I think it was also... It might have been a Christmas present from my mom. It was... Uh, there were a couple that she... There were a couple of gifts of games that she gave me where I was like, oh, this ended up being really good. Good call, Mom. Um, and that was one of them. Uh, and it was... Uh, yeah, it was... It's just really... It's really slow. It's really easy mm. to, like, lose a day if you're into it. You know, just, like, you know, clicking and taking your turns and... And stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think... Um, <clears throat> I tend to associate the kind of holiday... Let's call them the holidays, right? Because it's more yeah. like you've got a few days off work and you can just kind yeah. of relax and stuff. And I think that... I I think a lot of people... I Well, I'm I'm guessing. But based on, based on kind of what you and I have talked about so far, I feel like... Yeah, like there's something, there's something about a kind of a a slower, a game you can take at a more kind of leisurely pace Mm -hmm. or it's, it's less intense, less intense games, I think tend to be quite 
comforting i suppose yeah during the holidays a lot of rpgs and things like that yeah definitely i'm playing oh sorry Mm -hmm. carry on no cool or i was just gonna say i'm 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 still playing cyberpunk at the moment and Mm. you know yes problematic in many ways (laughs) but you know as 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 just a game that you can just you know while away the hours in just you know doing stuff um it it definitely fits that mold Mm. yeah it's uh i i have to say i've really enjoyed uh compilation videos of some of the bugs in that game i have never seen uh a like that level of hilariously shitty bugs i mean it's one major title it's it's full of bugs it's absolutely full of bugs but it's it's also like really quite a surprise surprisingly astonishingly (laughs) um poorly optimized like (laughs) it just doesn't fucking work on anything like i I sit there sometimes because i like it feels like every time i boot the game up to play i have to go into the settings and and spend at least a good 10 minutes in and out of the settings constantly um you know just tweaking things mm-hmm. here and there because it just it seems to just load in and just goes whoa no this is broken today <laughs> this is like <laughs> oh fuck okay right i need to fiddle with this for 10 yeah. minutes and then it'll break in a mission anyway so i'll have to change it again Ooh. But like, yeah, just switching settings on and off and, you know, changing shadows and fidelity and all of this kind of stuff. God, it's just, it is, it is, uh, it's a bit of a train wreck, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Videos of like several bugs happening in a row. Like someone's Mm. just trying to drive down the street and shit's like their car's flipping and exploding and people are fucking flying into the goddamn sun i've had some fucking crazy bugs i mean you know no different from what everyone else is experiencing so i doubt i've got anything too original to share have you got any have you, you had any that just really busted you up laughing um filled you I with mean, the christmas spirit anything anything where yeah people just end up kind of floating around or just <laughs> there was one where i was like in the middle of talking to a guy and then uh he he literally just sort of like his arms went out at like a really awkward position like he was doing some sort of uh like pose no like a like a you know like some sort of uh inverted walk like an egyptian bangles <laughs> dance and then he just shot up into the air and, and that was it and he just disappeared but i was still talking to him <laughs> like i was just like oh i guess that's just i guess that just happens in the future (laughs) that's what i've been saying to myself like every time the bugs are in it i'm just like oh that's that's just the future that's just a future thing that's just what happens in the future (laughs) sometimes that cars the cars just disappear that's just what the cars do in the future Apparently there's a window on a shack at one point in the game, uh, and you like everybody tries to bust out the window to like get inside the shack, 
that there's like a part i don't know what it is but there's at some point when busting out the glass in the window it launches people like 200 yards back into uh, the desert yeah. <laughs> and like it's consistent like multiple people be like oh, and i'm busting out this <laughs> oh my gosh yeah those, those poor worker devs i know like what but... the fuck did they have them doing what were well, those poor people slaving on? I don't think anyone knows. You know what really weirds me out about there. Crunch? You what? You know what super weirds me out about Crunch? What? Is that they don't pay overtime. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Right? Like, forcing people to work that much is, like, shitty and dubious. But, like, that they don't fucking pay them for it? How is yeah. that, like, just accepted fucking practice? That's wage theft. That's fucking... I mean, if you're making someone work for you and you're not paying them, I think that that's, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yep. Were you going to say it's slavery? I was going to say it's slavery. <laughs> Let's say it. Let's bust out the S-bomb here at Christmas time on the forecast. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about elves and droids. That's very true. I just watched the uh, the Christmas Chronicles yesterday for the first time have you seen that one no it's got kurt russell in it as father christmas okay so it's quite good and it's fun i enjoyed it but it's produced by chris columbus and Mm -hmm. um it's got that sort of vibe to it but uh, what i really liked is the the little elves that santa has in Uh that movie are like they're sort of like gremlins but they're like, you know, in Gremlins 2, when um, there's like <laughs> there's like all those different types of mogwai that then turn into different types of gremlin. And they're mm-hmm. like, you know, they're kind of like almost like cartoon characters. Yeah. Well, that's basically what the Christmas elves are like in Christmas Chronicles. They're like the cartoon mogwai oh, from okay. Gremlins Furry? 2. Are they are they furry and cute? Yeah, they're really cute, nice. and they they speak in like little Norwegian <laughs> accents. They speak like a little Elvish language that's like Scandinavian. Aww. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, but I enjoyed that because I was like, oh, it's like Gremlins, but in a Christmas movie and a different Christmas movie that's not Gremlins. So I enjoyed that. You ever notice how in like, you know, American movies and a lot of our our movies and stuff like that i was gonna say western but it's like you know scandinavia is the west but like vikings and stuff always end up getting a scottish accent yeah it's weird isn't it because it's weird they can't make the viking sound the viking sound like these (laughs) because apparently you can't have them sound like they sounded well no because that they they don't sound tough enough probably they don't sound yeah don't sound tough enough (laughs) Everybody's Scottish. Everybody's Scottish. Dwarves. Yeah, Scottish. I know. It's Everyone's so foreign. Scottish. What's so great about Scotland? <laughs> they have. They're only Scottish <laughs> if they have to be distinct from British. Yeah, that's true. Because you know, movies. Any movie where it like takes place in Europe, everyone's got an English accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an English this English is a story of baddies. Paris. Hmm? English accent always means baddie. Oh yeah, that's true too. Yeah, which is fine. I totally understand. I mean, historically speaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should be American, really. 
I mean, teamwork. <laughs> Have you ever played the Home Alone video game? Um, probably in my youth. So there were a few different versions. Mm. The version that I played that I really liked was for the Sega Mega Drive slash mm-hmm. Genesis, mm-hmm. which was in that game you played as you played uh, Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, there were five houses in your neighborhood, and I thought this is a really good concept for a game. There were five houses in your neighborhood, and uh, you had called at the beginning of the game. You've called the cops, and the cops are going to be there in twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. But the wet bandits are going from house to house, stealing everything. Mm-hmm. And basically what you're trying to do is uh, protect the houses until the cops arrive. So, so you that... break into the house first and you set up traps? Yes, exactly. And you can uh, find like bric-a-brac around the houses as well um, that you can like mash together and make makeshift like weapons that you can uh-huh. use as well. So you start off with like a BB gun, but then you can you can make like a glue gun. Um, <laughs> you can make a pepper launcher. So you fill up like water balloons with pepper. <laughs> oh my god! And then you launch them at Harry and Marv, and then uh, and then they have a sneezing fit. Um, <laughs> oh, and the glue gun covers them in glue. Uh, you can uh, ma- you can make like a rope launcher, and you can tie them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's some other ones as well. But yeah, and then and then apart from that, you have like your micro machines and uh, ice, like ice cubes. That you have the blow torches. You have all these different items, mm-hmm. and yeah, you go around the neighborhood and you protect the houses. Uh, and then Harry and Marv go into the houses, and then when they're in the house, they have like a pain meter. <laughs> uh-huh. And basically, there's a there's a meter that shows. Um, how much they've looted the house and Uh then there's a pain meter and you have to fill up the pain meter so that they you know get kicked out of the house before the loot meter fills up because otherwise that means that they've robbed the house and you can't Mm -hmm. you can't do anything with the house because incredibly this is in this game um if they if they loot the house before you've had a chance to fill up their pain meter uh the house gets flooded because Marv leaves the taps on and then you can't go back in the house. <laughs> it's so good. It's a really good game. <laughs> I, don't I don't understand why they have to flood the house, but okay. Yeah, well, it's from the movie. They flood the houses that they're robbing? Oh, that's why they're the wet bandits. Yeah. Right. Have you not seen right. Home Alone? I haven't seen it in my adult life, no. Oh. Uh, so man. if you fill up their pain meter before they before they loot too much and they leave the house... Yeah. Um, do you then go and disarm all the traps, or do you just leave that for the family to find when they get home? So, <laughs> so the traps, uh, the traps only work, uh, I think, like twice, um, mm-hmm. and then and then after that, then they're gone. So 
it's all well, what fine. about like the traps they didn't get to yet uh we we just just pretend that you never saw what happened be like, I oh i don't know i didn't go in the house it so wasn't these people anything, come home wasn't some of their stuff is gone and there's a bunch of booby traps in their house yeah, like if one of their kids gets I like their it. He- head set on Eos fire Adonalia. by a blowtorch, you'd just be like, "Oh, you should probably be more careful where you leave the blowtorches. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's a good Christmas lesson for us all. It is. But I really like this game. and uh, yeah. I, It sounds I went clever. On... What were you saying? I said it sounds very clever. I thought it was. I, yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like Devolver to get the Home Alone license and try and make a new Home Alone game with one of our developers. I think it would be fun. <laughs> That's great. But uh, I was on the Wikipedia page earlier because I, I was learning all about the different versions on different platforms. And mm. uh, there's a there's a bit for reception. I'm just going to read this out because, I yeah, I enjoyed this game. You agreed that it sounds like a, a fun idea. Um, but apparently Amanda Dyson of Mega, which I guess was like a, a magazine back in the day, uh, said the game was a wasted film license and was a quote grotesquely overpriced and pathetically underdeveloped mockery of a game. <laughs> 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 so I guess uh, you know we'll agree to disagree on that one. I like Amanda. It. If you're listening, let us know if you agree to disagree, or yeah. if you'd like to come on Am- the show and take Robbie to task. Yes, Amanda, that, please come on the show. Good. I assume you're still in the video games industry 30 years later. Therefore, (laughs) listening to this forecast. Exactly. The pulse of video games. (laughs) Have you got another Christmassy treat for us? I have. I guess it's, uh, I guess I was, I was very lucky to get um, consoles for Christmas because Mm. I, I think maybe it wasn't Christmas. I don't know. But uh, we got a Nintendo 64. So the Nintendo 64 release titles, holiday games. Um, was it F-Zero X? Was that what yep. it was called? Yeah. F-Zero X? Oh, man, but no, really, F-Zero was even better. I feel like we probably got a Super Nintendo for Christmas when that was there. F-Zero. I'm just going to do the, the Nintendo launch titles for consoles and just package that all because there's <laughs> F-Zero... Pilot Wing 64 and Blast Core yeah. are all uh, really strong holiday vibes for me. Yeah, I think it goes back to what we were saying before. Like, if you get a console for Christmas, <clears throat> it's impossible to not associate whatever games you got with it with Christmas. Yeah. Did you play Blast Core? No, I never had an N64. Oh, yeah. dang. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, dang. I know. Oh, dang. There's <laughs> so many play- good games on the 64. I think PlayStation and N64 were... Because I, I kept my Mega Drive really late. Yeah. And then I didn't switch to PlayStation until like 96 or 97 or something. My dad was just a big video games nerd all my life. Like we had a Commodore 64. We had a oh, ColecoVision. We had an Atari. Um, we got a Nintendo from my cousins who theirs broke and my dad fixed it. Uh, so our NES was secondhand, but we had an NES, uh, Super Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four. Like we just we just were into video games. Yeah, um, that's awesome though. 
Blast Core is a really cool, unique game, though. Are you familiar with the concept? So the the name rings a bell. I've probably heard of it before. I've probably even seen it, but I, I off the as we sit here now, <clears throat> I can't think what it is. So Blast Core is a game where the the plot is that there is a truck carrying a nuclear warhead, like a super nuclear warhead, whatever. And the truck, they've lost control of the truck. It's on auto drive. It's driving very slowly in a straight line uh, across the country. Right. Across the planet. And it's your job to use different vehicles uh, ranging from, you know, anywhere from a motorcycle to a mech to destroy everything in that truck's path. Because if it hits anything... The nuke goes off. Oh wow! <laughs> so you've got to you've got to destroy all the buildings in its path, and you've got to you know you've got to move boats, uh, you know, to cross gaps so that it'll drive across the boats instead of falling into the water and making the nuke go off. Oh, uh, it's a really cool concept of the game. It's a lot of fun, and then you know there's all ki- there's all kinds of bonus stuff. Like if you destroy every building on the map, you get this. If you you know drive through this secret tunnel and find this, there was all kinds of discoverable stuff. It was a really really cool, unique uh, game. Uh, you know, and it was like you got to destroy stuff to save everybody, and it was just such a cool idea. And yeah, you had like I don't even remember all the vehicles, um, but there was definitely some that could fly. Uh, there was a car that you had to drift to smash things. Oh, like if you nice. just rammed into them, it didn't work. But if you if you fucking fishtailed, I don't even remember if they called it drifting back then. But um, <laughs> basically, yeah, if you if you fishtailed Vin the little car of, and like Vin Diesel officially coined that term, I believe. Is that yeah? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you swing the back of the car into things, and you could like yeah. you know power slide you know for a while, and it was. Such a cool, unique game! Wow, was that was that fun. a Nintendo game, or was it was it? A, like I think a it was. I think game? it was. I think it was Nintendo proper. Oh, wow, yeah, but I, I I'm pretty sure it was a release title on the 64. I don't know, but it, I, I strongly associate it with it. That's wow. for sure. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds fun. Was it a multiplayer game as well? Uh, there may have been a multiplayer mode. I don't remember. Uh, it was largely single player. Yeah. I mean, it was primarily a single player experience. I don't, I don't, I don't remember anything about a multiplayer mode. Uh, interestingly enough, um, before streaming was a thing, uh, I, I, I did, uh, kind of a, a let's play of it for my little brother. <laughs> um, he has, uh, he has, uh, he is very, uh, high on the autism spectrum. And he likes to see things over and over again, so it can be. Uh, it was kind of you know frustrating because like he would if you if you, he was watching you play a game and you di- you had died at a certain point previously, he wants you to die at that point again. <laughs> okay. uh, and if you succeed at a certain point, he wants you to succeed again. And sometimes you know games are it's hard to do you know to mimic exactly the same gameplay every time. So you know on VHS we would record gameplay of of you know a playthrough of Blast Corps. Uh, and I have, there's another one of me playing through Ocarina of Time. Like, I'm not on it. It's not like a proper stream. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's just, it's just a gameplay capt- footage. Gameplay, from the, yeah. yeah. It's just captured from these old games. I am uh, watching yeah. a video of Blast Core now. And 
it's not what I expected, but it looks fantastic. Oh my god, there's like a a guy with a like a rocket pack. Is that like a mech? Oh, that's the oh. mech, right? Yeah, there's a mech. There there might even be a thing where you just have like a like the little dude by himself. Like, oh, I, I can, can get see, out of the thing. I can and see someone who's in a, a new... he's in like a a, a giant some sort of giant uh oh like a jace like a like a uh oh what do you call it like a snowplow kind of truck thing mm. mm-hmm. like doing and those yeah doing those like donuts and skids that mm. you were talking about smashing up like buildings and shit oh wow that looks really fun yeah it's <laughs> a lot of fun oh man oh wow there's a train mm-hmm. a speeding train Oh yeah, some of the missions were like you got to make sure you get the train to the right point. You got to get to the train. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh man, I bet that was real fun to play on Christmas Day. It's a really cool game. Just blowing shit up. Oh. Well, speaking of games that came with consoles that you got for Christmas, one game that I can't. The one game that I, I associate with Christmas, even though, one, it's definitely not a Christmas game. Two, it's fucking rubbish. Um, and three, I have literally never played it again since I got my Mega Drive for Christmas, which was like whenever that was, 1989 or whatever, uh, was Altered Beast. Did you ever play Altered Beast? Yeah. Oh, of man. So I think everyone played Altered Beast, right? It was just yeah. one of those games that like everyone played, or at least everyone was aware of. Yeah, back in the day. But I got that when I got my Mega Drive uh, Genesis for Christmas. I got that, and I got Alex Kidd uh, in the Enchanted Castle. I think was the Mega Drive game, which was actually really fun as well. I really loved that. It was like it was my first real proper introduction to the world of specifically 16-bit platform games yeah so which i went on to just play everything so i really enjoyed that but altered beast is the one i think that was like the one that i first put on after i set everything up um and i remember just being really amazed by it at the time because it was like to me at the time it was like this super amazing graphics and all this kind of stuff and it had like the digitized voice in it as well wise yeah. from your grave <laughs> and then and you could turn into like a werewolf and shit um and i can just vividly remember sitting like on the floor in our sitting room when i was a kid and like all my family was there you know aunts and uncles and people arriving and just people just doing shit and um and i was just sat like you were saying earlier about just sitting on your computer and ignoring everyone i was just sat on my mega drive playing altered beast on the the big tv in the lounge so like everyone could see <laughs> that i was playing this video game and they had to basically just <laughs> deal with it because i wasn't going to move at all mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's the room with the console. I mean, when we would go visit, we would bring our console and hook it up on the TV. Oh, you'd actually, like, take it around your family members. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bring it out. You know, everybody can play it and, yeah, bring it with us. Um, Yeah, my family was never really, like, you know, a big bunch of gamers. There was only really, like, me that was super into video games. And then my cousin Matt was 
kind of into video games as well hmm. um so in later years we he and i would sit and play video games together but otherwise yeah there was only really me that was into them hmm. yeah uh <clears throat> my first time playing through monkey island my dad brought uh we we rented uh us and a couple other family members had rented an rv to go on a on a camping trip and uh my dad uh brought the computer what, like <laughs> the we pc played Mon- I, i'm trying to remember if he brought a pc and we just set it up on one of the tables or maybe i don't think it was a laptop because laptops weren't worth a darn back then yeah um but uh yeah i want to say he brought the pc and we plugged it in and, and played monkey island Oh man! Uh, while we were on a road trip. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really neat. I feel like Monkey Island could be a Christmas game. Oh yeah. I've never. I can't think that I've ever taken the time to play one over Christmas holidays, but it could definitely. Well, it definitely qualifies. I think. You know, the best traditions are the traditions you start today, as my old boss Candice used to say. And uh you make your own traditions. <laughs> speaking uh, of speaking of traditions, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be uh, uh an episode about an episode of the Devolver Digital Forecast talking about traditions if we didn't talk about our most traditionally mentioned game. Fork Parker's Holiday Profit Hike? Yeah. The greatest free-to-play game since Genshin Impact? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made by, actually, I mean, you know, made by Dodgeroll Studios. Merry Christmas. Was, was it made by Dodgeroll? Dodge yeah, it's Dodgeroll. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Have you played it? It's hard as fuck. I no, I've. Do you know what? I completely forgot it existed. How bad is that? We were doing an episode about Christmas games. <laughs> and you didn't even think about. Fort I Park forgot that we actually problem. have a Christmas game in the. We have catalog. traditions, Robbie. You don't have to make new ones. We have oh. a tradition, and it's to get a certain amount through Fort Parker's Holiday Profit Hike, and then not play it again because it's really fucking hard. <laughs> is it? Is it um uh, like a? Uh, a resource management game. No, it's like an ice climber kind of thing. An ice climber. Yeah, remember ice climber? Mm, not really. Two little Inu- your two little uh, Inuits, and you're trying to climb. Anyway, uh, it, you're Fork Parker, and it's your you, you're at the bottom of a of a you know you, you're climbing up. You're you're platforming upward, and you have like a, a like a a grappling hook dart that you shoot, and then you can. You can create a bunch of lines, and you can use those to climb up, and you got to avoid spikes and penguins and stuff like that, and you're trying to collect money. It's a really good game. It's really hard, though. Robbie, are you there? Hello. Yes, hello. Hi, sorry. Hi. Um, <laughs> I was... Uh, I've never played it, and maybe... Maybe... Uh, it... Um, that c- it could be a tradition that starts today. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
You've just reminded me, though, of talking about Fort Parker's Holiday Profit Hike and talking about ice climbers. Did you ever play a game called Penguin Land? I don't think so. Penguin Land, it was like a... It was a game where you played a penguin and you had to move your egg around a level and you could, like, you could destroy ice blocks... And then there, it was like a sort of like a platform game, but it was there. There would there would be loads of like uh, dangers and you know and and traps and polar bears and things like this around the level, and mm-hmm. uh, you had to avoid all of that and uh, and keep your and get your egg to the finish line. Wait, are you just thinking of March of the Penguins? Is that that's a documentary, isn't it? Yes, it is. that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Penguin Land. Penguin Land. Check it out. Did you ever finish Fort Parker's Holiday uh, Profit Hike? No, it's really fucking hard. Is it really that hard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's really fucking hard. I've been down well. Surely that must be intentional. I'm... I mean... I, I, I mean... It's dodge roll. Oh, so. Fort Parker's holiday. Oh, I'm looking at it now. I was getting it confused <laughs> with Crunch Out. Oh, no, no. Not Fort Parker's holiday, holiday profit, profit hike. hike was just like a little game that came out at Christmas time, wasn't it? Was it free? Yeah. It's free on Steam. Yeah, it's free. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Free. Okay. Right. I'm looking at it now. Right. Okay. It's the I perfect gift now. for anyone in your life that you don't want to spend money on but you want to give them a video game that they're gonna get mad about not being able to beat yeah because it's really fucking hard oh i see you have to like shoot off like uh ropes yep i see it's good it's it's Uh... it's i mean it's dodge roll so it's basically i mean like early versions of enter the gungeon were also stupid hard yeah um so it's like it's like it's it's dodge roll so it's like enter the gungeon if they didn't have to deal with you know people actually wanting to beat the game Uh, (laughs) yeah coming back with feedback and being like hey this is this is too much (laughs) oh wow Um, oh god it looks yeah it doesn't look it doesn't look easy to play no i mean it it doesn't start crazy hard but it ramps up yeah uh, pretty quickly uh, and there are just levels where you you know you have to combine strategy with mm. response time, and you just, your fingers start to get sore. Uh, it's a tough game. Yeah, I can see where I can see where exit the gungeon sort of not you know sort of the genesis of that comes from because it's like that was made by a different person. I know, but it's <laughs> but dodge roll. You know, obviously we're involved and. You can see mm-hmm. how it, you you go up. <laughs> yeah, there are similarities in that you go up. You go That's up, and it gets harder astute. as you go up, and you have to yeah. employ lots of different strategies and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, and it's free right now on Steam, people. <laughs> it's always free on Steam. See, you Christmas can go in July. Give it a go, and <laughs> uh, no refunds. No refunds. Fable 2, huh? How about Fable 2? Remember that? That was good. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that game always reminds me of Christmas. It's very wintry. 
Doesn't it start off near a frozen orphan? Yeah, it starts off. Yeah, I think it starts off. At, it suggested that it's sort of the the Christmassy time of year. I think. Yeah. At the very beginning, and I also think of there's a there's a DLC that they released, uh, where you can go to you go in a, a dude's submarine, and for some reason you end up in a place called Not Hole Island. And that is like a wintry town. Hmm. Did you ever play that? I don't remember. I think I did. I think yeah. I did. It, I mean, it's uh... so long ago now. It came out. I don't know how long ago it came out after the game released. But uh, yeah. yeah, you could go to Knothole Island. And I think I, I don't remember if there was sort of Christmassy things there or yeah. if there was like christmasy items or something i could be yeah. wrong maybe there wasn't at all and it was just a, it just happened to be winter on that island like a like a perennial oh wait actually was was the mission that you had to make it not winter anymore mm, that sounds familiar you know that... i could do with like a big remastered collection it's fable yeah i wouldn't mind being able to go through fable again uh without all the lies about what fable was <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah that would be good that's why i don't get hyped for things anymore fable i do not get hyped for games all the people that got themselves fucking slobbering out of their fucking foamy mouths for <laughs> cyberpunk 2077 and then fucking smash their limp dicks into the bottom of their keyboards when it was a broken piece of shit <laughs> i don't experience that because i don't get hype for games i don't get hype for movies i don't get hype for shit mm. it's great it's great because what? i can see it and i can enjoy it on its own merits instead of my anticipation so what what is the last game that came out that kind of uh surprised you pleasantly that you weren't hyped for <sighs> i mean I don't think anybody could be ready for how fucking good Hades is. Mm, I've still not played it. It's fucking excellent. Yeah. It is excellent. It is, I mean, it's superb. Like, the attention to detail. It is a good video game. It is a good narrative experience. It is a good visual experience. Uh, it is solid. And it's it's classic. It is a classic video game. What a video game you know, in the way that, you know, all these old video games, these top-down camera games, like, it's it's not an immersive, you know, simulated experience. It is a video game. Um, but it's, like, the pinnacle of what a video game can be in, in that way. You know, it's it's fun to play. It's challenging, but also, like, it doesn't have to be, like, there's a, there's a god mode that you can put on. So every time you die, your character gets buffed. Oh! <laughs> so uh, you can get through the game you know more easily oh so is it uh, better than altered beast yeah yeah <laughs> slightly slightly uh you don't sadly you don't alter you don't become you know a, uh, a, a, no. i don't want to play it <laughs> you don't become a fucking nine foot dragon on a 12 foot screen <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the point then tell me that uh, there's not really. Like, mostly the objective of the game is to get out of the game so you don't have to play the game anymore. Oh, That's okay. just of it, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I don't know, games that pleasantly surprised me. Deep Rock Galactic, you know, I've talked oh, about a yeah. whole bunch. That game. But, I mean, I didn't anticipate it, you know? I, I mm. don't... I what don't... about Grand Theft Auto? Because I know you like to play Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. That uh, that must have had a, a certain amount of hype attached to it. Yeah, there is. There, You know what? Uh, I do get excited about their games. I don't, But I don't get hyped. I don't like... I don't, first of all, I don't like count down the days until a game's release i don't like yeah. pin my hopes for my happiness for the next several months on whether or not a product is going to be good um because i also am deeply disappointed by a lot of things that i see because i have standards and you're not supposed to have those you're not supposed to think about the media you consume but if you do i mean you're going to be in trouble because um <laughs> I mean, like, people that are like, it's got Star Wars on it, it's good. And I'm like, god damn it, like, I love Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars, but, like, don't fucking just consume shit because it says Star Wars. Don't just consume shit because it says Christmas. Um, I mean, The Witcher 3 was excellent, but nothing about The Witcher 3 made me think that this studio was going to be able to pull off a fucking first-person like, cyberpunk adventure. That Those 8 million pre-orders, right? That's yeah. got to be, like, the fucking heist of the century. <laughs> what a fucking heist. Because uh. I'm with you, man. Like, <laughs> they made they made one good Witcher game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first two it. Witcher games are fine. Like, yeah. And everyone yeah. went, Cyberpunk is gonna it's like based on what none of yeah. you motherfuckers played the tabletop game a company that's what a third of the size of rockstar is gonna make yeah. a game better than gta or red dead redemption not gonna yeah. happen and it's not it doesn't gonna have happen. the track record that rockstar has i mean and it's not like rocks everything rockstar makes you know is a success do you remember what was that fucking uh state of emergency oh yeah do you remember the that table was... tennis game <laughs> no <laughs> Rockstar made a table tennis game and it was fucking great. <laughs> I bet it was I mean, they're they're technically good. Like like you know, State of Emergency was cool, and then they had Manhunt, which didn't do well, uh Bully, yeah. which I guess has a fan base. Yeah. Um But you know, they're willing to experiment. But like, you know, just because it says Rockstar on it doesn't mean I'm gonna like it. No. Um But I mean, so they had their new heist just came out for online. I was actually anticipating that. I was excited about that. Yeah. Uh and it's good it's really cool it's uh it's it you know it takes the stuff that they've learned from everything they've been doing and it just they i feel like what i can trust about a rockstar game is that the next iteration is going to be the previous iteration with improvements mm. and that's all i i mean you know that's great that's fucking excellent yeah i don't know i'm interested to see what what kind of the next evolution of of their sandboxes like i believe it's going to be uh i have theories because you know i've been playing their I, their games have gotten me through 2020 oh let's hear your <laughs> theories then uh i think the next grand theft auto game like grand theft auto 6 is going to be maybe back in liberty city or something like that or maybe a totally new location whatever but it's going to be also that location is going to connect to online gta online as it is now you're going to go to the airport and you're going to fly to that new place and that's how you get back and forth between places uh between onlines i also think that they're going to increase destructibility of environments mm -hmm. 
I think that's the next evolution is being able to actually do damage to the things around you. Yeah. Um, you know, and of course, graphical improvements, AI improvements, uh, physics improvements, all that stuff that they always are doing. Uh, I mean, like I drive a car in GTA and I fucking like, that's what I just love to do is get in a car and drive around. Yeah. Like the missions are just an excuse for me to drive well, that, across the map. That, I mean, it's called. I mean, the series has obviously evolved a lot over the years, but I mean, it's called Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like it it's supposed to be about nicking cars and yeah. driving about. Yeah. So you would hope so. that that is like a really enjoyable part of the game for sure. Yeah. And I'm. I agree. I I love driving around. Driving around in Cyberpunk is <laughs> dog shit. It's so bad. It's not even, like, kind of good. It's not even, like, okay. Like, the driving in GTA 2 is better. (laughs) It isn't. It's a a very odd game. Because, like, I'm I'm really... I'm still playing it. Like, I've I've already finished... uh, I've quote-unquote, you know, completed the story. Um, But after you've done it once, it says, like, um, oh, hey, like um we'll put you back into the game uh at the last checkpoint before the point of no return oh we'll give you um a bunch of uh like cool items and stuff like that and then it was like and you can just like uh play the rest of the game and you know if there's anything left unexplored or whatever you can just like play as if none of this has happened and then uh you can go you can go to that last mission anytime you want and because like there's 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 a finite number of different kind of alternate endings and stuff but mm-hmm. depending on sort of various characters that you you know build relationships with, with or whatever you know it depends on what kind of endings you can get so that's kind of what i'm doing at the moment is i'm just like filling in all the gaps really and just kind of yeah. i'm having i think i think I'm enjoying that more because it feels like the pressure's off. It's like, yeah. I don't need to finish this game now. I've finished it. You know, I've finished, I've seen what they wanted me to see. And now I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, just kind of pottering about doing the things that I want to do. And it's way more fun. But it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what people were expecting. I mean, they they deserved more than what they got. But at the same time, it's like, you weren't going to... This was not going to be GTA 6, you know? Not even close. I mean, but what they sold was... I mean, they were selling it like it was going to be fully immersive. Like this super lived experience. Yeah. Uh, They, I mean, they... I mean, that's... The holidays are upon us. Let's talk about marketing. Uh, Like, at what point, as a marketer... Is it your job to increase hype? And what point is it your job to manage expectations? Well, this is where I think they got they got <laughs> everything wrong that's possible to get wrong. My yeah. my assumption is it, at least a year ago, probably more like eighteen months ago, they went, "Oh fuck, <laughs> there's no way we're gonna ship this in April." Or wherever the original release date was. Like, it's not happening. There is absolutely no chance. Um, So that would be the first oh fuck moment. But the problem was, um, the game that they had promised to that point, which nobody had seen, 
nobody had seen gameplay nobody had seen anything mm-hmm. uh they had already allowed that hype to get so far out of control that the only possible thing they could do would be to uh overreach themselves in order to deliver on that hype with the first yeah gameplay like that's that's how short-sighted this development was is that you know the the game was so hyped up they they backed themselves into a corner before they'd even shown the game and then thought fuck we better make it look unbelievable the first time people see this game so um so that they they have faith in us so that's what they did also (laughs) at this point they were so preoccupied with uh working out how that first impression was going to come across you know i i I imagine this is when they they it, it was during this thought process where they went oh man like we're we're nowhere near finishing the game if this is if this is how hard we're having to work to uh to make sure that uh the first impression of this game is as good as we want it to be there's absolutely no way we're going to finish this on time unfortunately we've just cast keanu reeves as a major character (laughs) and we've booked him to be on stage to present the first gameplay at e3 so we have two options one is we just hope that goes really well and then just delay the like keep the hype going don't show any more gameplay delay as much as possible don't do any hands-on um (laughs) <laughs> don't let anybody fucking play it. basically don't let anyone play it and then hopefully um we'll get it into a good enough state where it's playable from start to finish but mm-hmm. we'll have a caveat on all reviews saying that uh oh it like we have to do loads of patching so it's 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 like mm-hmm. bugs and shit like that it's not finished so i think that's yeah. what they did um whereas you know kind of what would have made more sense is to basically not do any of that (laughs) and and focus on making a game that is within uh the capabilities of your studio um and uh has the blessing and the sign off of all of your uh stakeholders and shareholders (laughs) at this point because you're a public company um, so that everybody understands what they're getting. Um, yeah. And CD Projekt didn't do that. Yeah. They went, they they basically believed their own hype and then uh, got themselves but into they, a, a very sticky situation. Yeah. I mean, but they even deliberately like, and they apologized for doing this thing. Like they fucking did not show how the game played on, yeah. on PS4 and Xbox One. They like yeah. deliberately like hid that from people yeah like down to the fucking wire and i guarantee now now their whole thing is like well fuck it it's out there like let's just let's just keep and and that's what they're doing right they're just they're just saying whatever they want because they think they believe that they're just like oh, it'll blow over and and yeah do you know what it probably will but probably will but it is it is not what i would have done <laughs> <laughs> it's not what i would have done but uh i mean but i mean 
they let Peter Molyneux keep fucking spearheading games and well, talking about thing, things that it? weren't going to be you in know. games. Yeah. At some it's, point, there that has to be some accountability. Yeah, I mean, that's the weird thing. Like, like, yeah, it's like these people, the people in charge make a bunch of promises that they're not actually responsible for, for making happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's bizarre. But, but going back to your original point, I mean, it, it, there's, there's a certain amount of, uh, not blame necessarily, but like just yeah, people's expectations. CD Projekt did not help themselves out of this situation. No, but I mean, they made all they've made. All they've made is The Witcher Three. You know, like yeah, you yeah. only had to look back. You know, like two years <laughs> to just go, okay, right. Well, this is what they're capable of right now. So yeah. we should probably just expect something similar to that, yeah. <laughs> and then that would have been it. <laughs> But I think also is that people. I I feel like a lot of people have have gr- almost grown to mythologize how good The Witcher Three is in yeah. retrospect. Um, because yeah, I don't know. Probably because like Bioware haven't made any good games, and uh, you know, Bungie haven't made any good. You know, like nobody else has really Bungie's made any got good Destiny RPG, Two going so on. It's like the only thing that people had to oh, RPG, latch onto. Yeah. It's like Destiny 2 is doing really well. A lot of people really enjoying the updates on that. Yeah. And this is it. You know, games games have more than a second chance these days because, yeah, yeah they, they live forever. So, you know, I, I like, uh, it, it'd be nice. I think it'd be nice for them as a company if they can somehow figure all this shit out. You know, maybe they need to like clean house, you know, get rid of, some people <laughs> who make bad up at decisions the top, hopefully and yeah, just and maybe that's... and maybe turn cyberpunk into like a labor of love and really like turn it into a game they can all be proud of but who knows yeah. who yeah. knows they 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 overpromised they overcommitted yeah it seemed like uh because it was beyond their scope i mean th- th- i think the witcher 3 is really good i i only just played it all the way through like yeah. last year like 2019 i got it on the switch and I played it through on the Switch, which, uh, for some reason, the lower graphics quality made it feel more accessible to me. Okay. Um, not really sure why that is, hmm. but I just enjoyed it more. And when you're on the close-ups and the conversations, the the graphics go up on the faces and yeah. stuff like that. So you can still see all the expressions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so like you know, the the prettiness of The Witcher was not what made it great for me. It's, and but the the greatness of The Witcher is all very low key. Yeah. It's all very low-key good, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, being flashy and, like, huge and, yeah. and all that jazz. You know, it was very it was very simple. Mm. Um, that's why it worked. Oddly enough, at its core, I feel like cyberpunk is very similar, but it's just, it's, it's so difficult to temper those expectations now. When I mean, if, and that's it. the thing. Especially when it's so broken. If they'd made The Witcher, but in a city, basically, yeah, yeah. it would be, yeah, yeah. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas to you! 
<laughs> have we got uh, is there any other Christmassy things that you'd like to chat about while we're still here you I know, feel like we went a little bit off on a tangent but fuck it it's Christmas time yeah, we do what we want fuck, it's the holidays uh, what would Jesus buy I was going to mention Warcraft 2 and Starcraft as being also those wintry holiday games for me just mm. offhandedly uh, and it sure does look like our boys over at uh, Phobia Game Studio have something that might be coming out soon Oh, I might be yes. hinting at something. I don't know if you've seen them mysterious tweets. Yeah, maybe keep an eye on uh, Carrion this week. Because you never know what might you come down know. the chimney. Could be <laughs> a tentacle monster. <laughs> oh, that's great. I hope everybody just closes their eyes and imagines a... A fireplace next to the Christmas tree, and the Christmas tree's all lit up with incandescent lights because they're softer and they're more beautiful. And uh, there's a little fire in the fireplace, and then all of a sudden, you know, this massive slathering organic thing just slurps <laughs> down the chimney, puts out the fire, screams a little as it sizzles, and uh, comes shrieking with 10,000 mouths into the room to spread holiday cheer. Ah, uh, that's to the true spirit of Christmas. I'm Michael Caine. God bless us, everyone. Ho, ho, ho! Satan, 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 Satan! <laughs> 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 That'll do in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs>